ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, host of Here's Where It Gets Interesting. And we've been working hard on a new documentary series called Resilience that explores the incarceration of Japanese Americans in the United States during World War II. So join me as I talk with experts and share firsthand accounts that detail the resilience shown by 120,000 Japanese Americans who endured wartime imprisonment right here in America. And on October 24th, we'll conclude our series with a special episode. Actor George Takei sits down with me to talk about his family's experience behind the barbed wire fences of an incarceration camp. Don't miss it because here's where it gets interesting. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopsticksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex, and I am joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hey, Alex. Hey, guys. I got a bone to pick. I am tired of Nanaya slander. I'll admit, around the Shuri match, around the time she was revealed as the as the Shinigami, I was a bit down on her. I was like, oh, that's not very fun. I wish there was somebody better. And I'll admit, I, I believe I was right at that point in time. But she gave O2 Line their best match in this entire fucking tournament. She did not miss a single time except for the one match that I didn't watch of hers that I imagine wasn't very good. It was it was against Waka and Saki. Oh, God. I didn't watch that one. But I, other than that, every match was good. And I'm going to be real. I'm just I'm just kind of tired of it. Like I I get that she beat Momo that one time, but I think that I I have since learned that they were going to bury Momo regardless. They I don't <laughs> think they really gave a fuck. Um, it could have been fucking. They could have gave Sayakamitani that match, and Sayakamitani would have beat her in eight minutes too. Like I don't know. Like at that point in time, realistically, that's probably what would have happened. Let's be real here. Like I'm I'm just tired of it. The Nihilism lives. I'm I'm gonna be real. After after this weekend, the Nihilism lives. Yeah, um, I mean, I have, uh, I was also critical of Nanai. Um, you know, I didn't really see how she would fit in to this stardom. Um, and, you know, especially I thought she would be pinning people and taking spots. Um, but largely, she's just been in the lower tier of the roster. And she's mostly been getting out of the way and letting you do a lot of the stuff. Like, I feel like this team is really... Put the emphasis on you as opposed to Nanai. So I don't really have many complaints about her, honestly, anymore. Like, I think she's won me over. Um, she seems to have won you over on a lot of people. 
Yeah, I, I, I just I, like I realized that's like, huh? I can't think of a, any other team that like straight up. I just like enjoyed basically every matchup, <laughs> like from start to finish. Again, I didn't get to watch the the Wakasaki match from a week or two ago or whatever. But yeah. other than that, I checked back on my like sheet and I was like, yeah, they just didn't really miss. That's that's wild. No, they were the best team. The, it, of, yeah, of yeah, they were like without yeah. doubt. I think it was it was them. And obviously, like you deserves credit as well, but I, I think, of course, I think most people, you know, at least don't dislike you. But uh, I think people give Nanai a lot of shit, like she's this boogeyman, um, <laughs> and it's a bit strange to me because she had a great tournament. Yes. <laughs> so like, who gives a fuck? But yeah, we could we can move on. Sorry. All right. So um, very packed week from Stardom. A lot happening, a lot of announcements. Uh, we 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 actually said last week we were like, I bet you there's going to be a presser to talk about next week, and we were right. Look at sure. us. Look at how like we're just so on the button with stardom. You know, we're just we're just that cool. Um, now, Ryogoku Dream Queendom card is official. Um, is it Ryogoku? No, it's Stardom Dream Queendom now. Because yes. last year it was Ryogoku Dream Queendom, wasn't it? Ryogoku Kokukuki again. Yeah, I said that right. Let's go. Hell yeah. Even though I forgot the can. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so the full card is announced for that show, um, and the reception has been fairly mixed. So I suppose this, we we can start by running down the the show and then discussing the the discourse, right? So the card is yeah. the Stardom Rumble. Then we have the return of Mina Shirakawa and Unagi Sayaka against Tekla and Mai Sakurai. I have an yeah. opinion on that. That I okay. Mina's we'll turning. Get into that. Don't worry. <laughs> um, we have the pre-triangle derby match. It is Mayu, Hanan, and Momokogo against Hazuki, Koguma, and Sayaida. We have a number one contenders three-way match. It is Maihime versus the New Eras versus BMI 2000. We have Kairi versus Utami Hayashishita, with the stipulation that the loser must um, must wear their rookie gear and walk to the ring with no music for uh, an undisclosed amount of time. The match after that, that is, is a high-speed championship oh match. It is Azumi versus Hikari Shimizu. Then we have an Artist of Stardom Championship hardcore match. Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, Momo Watanabe versus Risa Zera, Suzu Suzuki, and uh, Karumi Hiragi. Then is the Goddess of Stardom Championship match, Tam and Natsupoi versus 7-Up. We have the Wonder of Stardom Championship, Saya Kamatani defends against Haruka Umasaki of Diana. And in the main events, we have the World of Stardom Championship. Shuri defends against Julia. So, um, a lot of disappointment around this card from pretty much everybody. <laughs> um, most people who follow Stardom are very down on this card, right? And um, I kind of get it, right? Stardom Dream Queendom is a victim of its own success in that way. Last year's yeah. show was the show, right? Like people, whether Rossi views this as his big show of the year or not, and Sonny says that he doesn't, your fan base right now views this show as your version of Wrestle Kingdom, right? That has a lot to live up to. This is meant to be the show that brings all of your 2022 stuff to a climax, sends us into the new year with a lot of cool stuff. You know what's funny is that everybody says that, and then the actual big show is literally called Climax. <laughs> Go on. 
Um, but that's how people view this December show, because last year's, that's what we got, right? We had Hanan getting crowned, we had uh, Siri getting crowned, we had Sayakana getting crowned, we had, uh, you know, big advancements in the Hazuki thing with her kind of getting her year kick-started. We had a lot happen on that Dream Queendom show last year. And so people are obviously going to expect that this year. But instead of that, you have this weird kind of outsiders versus stardom thing that was never played up and has just made itself a trend. You have really cold challengers. I think Haruma Umasaki is really good, right? She is an ice cold challenger for Sayaka Matani. Like, that is a disappointment of a white belt match, given that you know Umazaki isn't going to win. They've kind of presented her as my piece. You, I'm going to get my, you'll get my time, piece in worry. a second. But I want to say one thing. I did not think that until I saw the actual segment. And then yes. I was like, oh, yes. yeah, that's it's dumb. Re- that's terrible. Really <laughs> that's like really, her... yeah, that's really bad. Um, yeah, like her, yeah, her, her challenge came out of nowhere. She's been karma on the new blood show. Which is, oh, like, I'm not against the challenger coming out of nowhere, but when it, like, they built it as, like, okay, she has no right to challenge, and they need Starlight Kid to tell everybody, hey, she's cool. Yeah. I, I sent her. I yeah. sent, it's me, but really it's her. Nice. And I was like, why would you do that? Why? Like, I, I believed it way more until you told me that she's kid's bitch, bro. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but go on. Um, you have the the artist match kind of ruined because um, it's a hardcore match now, and that's just a sterilized version of what this match could have been, right? Because I mean, obviously, you know, prominence they do the death matches. They're not going to do a death match on Sumo Hall. This is going to be a sterilized hardcore match, right? And that's a lot worse than what we could have got if this was a straight up match, right? So that's kind of a disappointment as well. Um, Seven Up were the best team in tag league, but for people who watch Stardom throughout the year and are into the storylines, Mahime were the challengers, right? Like they're your big challengers for for Melty. Yeah. So people wanted that match specifically, um, and you also have Mayu doing nothing. She's in just a tag with FWC. You know, that's three of the people who kind of carried the company all year, doing nothing. Um, so there, there's a lot of disappointment, and I can understand it, um, because there are there's ice cold challengers, there's really important people not really doing anything. Uh, there's a number one contenders match for the tag belts right after tag league, which is <laughs> a whole thing, um, and it really feels like this is a one match show as far as like everybody being interested, right? Like nobody's gonna say hand wave Siri versus Julia. Um, but the interest is low in a lot of the rest of the card. Um, but it's still going to be a great show, obviously. Uh, I feel like that's lost somewhere in there. See, like yeah. this, this will be a cool show. You, I think this over, is the most excited that most of my like friends who maybe used to watch Stardom yeah. and like are just vaguely, you know, they like Joshi still, but they don't mm-hmm. really watch Stardom. Like, you know, like like my like Sprite or Passion or um, Darren even. Like they, they are all like, oh, this is, dope like all these matches are like fresh and i've i didn't even think of them and they're really cool so mm-hmm. i'm excited and i i share that sentiment to some degree um though i i am more understanding of like the issues that everybody has so i'm, I'm a bit in between but no like yeah. that that is something that i do want to say is that people who are like 
people who have watched over 500 matches of Stardom this year, and I'm talking about myself, um, are going to be a bit disappointed. Like, that's, that's yeah, understandable. We're, like, you're not being rewarded for watching Stardom all year. No. Which is kind of no. what people want from your big year-end show. And if that's not what this is, that's that's fine. But this is what people wanted Dream Queendom to be. This is what they expected Dream Queendom to be, right? So the disappointment comes from the expectation that this was going to be the big wrap-up show. And that's not what it is. Um, I feel like most of the matches are still going to be really cool. Like, there's no way that 7-Up and Meltier isn't fantastic. Umasaki is really good. <laughs> um I, I can't say for certain that the artist match is going to be excellent, right? I, I, I think I'm that's not... hit or miss. It'll yeah. either be really fun or it'll be like yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? It'll just be like um, something that happens. Yeah. Uh, Azumi and Akari Shimizu is really unique and fun, and I like I'm it. And that, that, that three-way tag is Hoss Central. Like, that's going to bang. Yeah. Like, that's going to be fantastic. So when this show is over, people are going to enjoy it. People are going to have loved it. But... This definitely is a letdown compared to what people were expecting, which I think is where a lot of the uh, the disappointment has come from. I think that this is the fault of many things, right? Um, because I, I, I have been on a, a dick-riding campaign since this card came out, because I think the card's cool. I, I really like the card, in fact. Um, people were saying it's a one-match card. I get it, but I totally disagree. I think that like pretty much every match has some level of like if if you know anybody on this card, which you should, because what there's like three people who have not, you know, I mean it's Shimizu and Umasaki who are not proven uh, on main stardom, right? Um, everybody else has to some degree uh, done well on, on stardom. I, I think that this is a good show. This is a really good show, um, and I think. One, it was promoted poorly. I think that if you want to tell this story, and I think it's a great story, Hikari Shimizu and Haruka Umasaki not doing karma shit um, should not have debuted the same day that they challenged for the belts, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the main issue I have as somebody who really is a fan of this premise um, of the Star versus the World premise. I, I really like it. Haruka Umasaki, she could have won the Rumble that Saya won, and then she interrupted afterwards. Like, as something as small as that would have made a little bit more sense mm-hmm. as to, oh, she has a reason to be here. You know what I mean? Like, even like the an inch of a sense, right? Same with Shimizu to some degree, but I think the high speed belt isn't. Um, that's kind of the premise of the high speed belt at this point. Is it's almost like that uh, fast paced outsider coming in and just randomly challenging. Um, yeah. Although I'm not I'm sure cool. Hikari and, is that. <laughs> She's uh I don't know she if could that's do, Hikari. She went, to, right. she went to Mexico and she could do a fucking cartwheel. I think that's <laughs> Rena challenge, bro. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> so, you know, uh, but yeah, I, I think it was promoted p- poorly because, but I also think people's expectations were really dumb, in my opinion, because what do we want out of this show? I have been saying this entire time that we shouldn't just see every single champ, every single thing get paid off, every single championship change hands, every single story get paid off, because that sucks. Like if every if if Micah and Himeka face Meltier, if Saya loses the belt to Mirai, if Shuri uses the belt to Julia, if Star if um the Oedo Tai trio loses to uh perceivably stars. what I yeah stars if you know 
I mean, obviously we have the the Kyrie uh, Utami match. Like, if all of those things get paid off and everything, just I don't think it would be a great show. Just like this will be a great show, but I think I wouldn't be a fan of it because it's like okay, so every championship is changing hands for the most part. If Azumi was facing Koguma, you know, like or I guess Koguma's in the air, but you get what I mean. Um, I'm not a fan of that. I think that like that finality is like the bane of what wrestling is and it's like january is gonna suck if that happens because what the fuck are we doing in january we're just resetting everything and that kind of stinks um so to some degree i like them giving it a bit of a swerve um but they promoted it poorly that's that's well, my main issue i also uh, feel and like i think people kind of expected a lot more the answer what did people want uh hot challengers i think that's the biggest issue is you have three challengers coming in ice cold with no real build up to it. Like prom- I wouldn't say that. Prominence on a way to tie. We have expected that challenge because we read the backstage comments. That's the only yeah. way this has ever been teased, right? Like there's been minimal interaction between those two groups all year. Um Haruka Umasaki hasn't touched Saya all year. Is doing the karma shit on the new blood. Ice cold, right? Hikari Shimizu was in one tag earlier this year in stardom was maybe in the Cosmic Rules match and has otherwise not done anything, right? So I feel like people wanted hot challengers more than random challengers that we're getting that make this feel like it's just another pay-per-view. Like, this is Sumo Hall. I feel like you should be at least going out of your way to make it seem important or more important than your average show. Um, and aside from just the sheer amount of, of title matches and stuff, I don't know if they did a good job of that because challengers aren't particularly, you know, well built up in that way. Because, I mean, Saya and Mirai, yes, Mirai winning would be a bit predictable given that's what they did last year. But it would also be cool because we've seen Mirai be great all year, right? And people like Mirai. Or even if they had done Kid, right? Because people like Kid... And Saya had been kind of going at it all year. That would have been a hot match, right? Saki isn't, so I think that's maybe what people would have liked a bit more. I, not, and, but I, I, I determine. I think that's again a promoting issue, not a booking issue. Because I don't think, I, don't, I think that Umasaki, had she been on a few cards over the past few months, that wasn't the Karma stuff and wasn't New Blood she could easily be that like, oh, well, I'm going to upset you, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could do that. I've been here. Like, you know, I, I've just been low-key about it. I can upset you very easily. Um, because, like, I don't even see that as, like, unreal uh, if they wanted to do that. But if they did do that, it would be dumb because she hasn't been here. If she was here even a little bit more over the past six months, it would, I would be cool with it. I'd be like, oh, it's it's the Okada challenge, right? When Okada came back to fucking New Japan and was like, I'm going to challenge you looking all weird and shit. And then he just won, right? That's insane. Like, that shouldn't have worked, but it did. Umasaki doesn't even have that. Like, that that's the issue, you know? Um, I don't think the issue is that Umasaki is inherently a bad person for this position. I think that they didn't put her in the position to succeed two months ago. Like, as recently as, like, putting her on a few shows a couple months ago. This could have been solved, right? Um, yes. Which is so a booking again, I issue. think that's yes. Okay. <laughs> because they could have avoided this if they wanted to, but they didn't. Um, well, yeah. Well, th- 
my 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 view of it is that promoting versus booking and that's a very dumb conversation to have but promoting is just making someone or making your wrestlers look capable of delivering a good show right it's why do you want to come to the show because this wrestler is cool um so that's how you you know promote quote unquote so they just haven't made umasaki anything that's the issue right and yes that in, involves putting her on shows which is booking uh, so if you want to get to schematics alex we can do that but no I, I i agree and i get people's sentiment right i, I personally disagree with it i think that I, i'll have a great time with these with this card um but i get people's sentiment that they wanted the 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 people who have been a bit more active all year in stardom to be more prevalent um where I, I just think that the way that they did this story which i like the the out the stardom versus the world story i really like that i think that's a great is, is way that to a go story about it. or is it just a that's the issue is that's not because they haven't mentioned it <laughs> like this isn't that wasn't brought up but at all in the marketing that's the crazy or anything thing. like it's that, just that's happened. the dumb thing yeah is that it's like when I realized that Shimizu was challenging and Umasaki was challenging, I was like, oh, so 7-Up are winning. Because it's Stardom versus the world. Mm-hmm. That's the bit, right? So I got that. But Stardom didn't, right? I got that because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> you know, I got that because I can see patterns. And I recognize, oh, those three things align with each other. So I imagine this fourth one will too. And it did. But... And to some degree, that's been the story of Stardom this year. I mean, Prominence coming was a big story. Colors coming it was a less big story, but it was a story. Um, NSA was a uh, story that nobody wanted to be big, but it was big enough to where you know uh, it, it affects the the mainline stuff. Uh, and then Azumi having those challengers, those high speed challengers that are from different promotions, is also a story. Um, but I feel like this is one of those cases where you need to be very on the nose and be like. Yeah, stardom is getting plagued by people from outside of stardom trying to fuck them up. And they just didn't. It just is all like, oh, this is crazy. This happened. Oh, my God. And it just happens like seven times. And there's no real, like, acknowledgement of it. So, yeah, I I mean, I don't think stardom is smart <laughs> as a company in terms of how they, how they do this type of shit. I don't. Uh, in fact, people who hate this card think they are way smarter than I do. I think they're a pretty dumb company relatively, because uh, I think most wrestling companies are pretty dumb when it comes to this type of shit. But I-, I see where they were going with it, but they just didn't really spell it out properly. And it just yeah. is all here. It's a jumbled mess, it feels like. Pretty much. Um, we will move on from this, um, but I do want to say that one other disappointment is that last year's Dream Queendom did a really good job of featuring stardom homegrown talent this year's is atrocious <laughs> um, like the top three matches have one stardom <laughs> trained wrestler and nanai who's yeah. a co-founder like all of the rest are uh are from outside the company which i think is is pretty crazy um i mean the only when... homegrown they care about right now is kid yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, like, that's that's the alternative, you know? I mean, like, and that's cool. Like, most people would like that, you know, a kid versus Saiyan match. But, like, that's really the only other person that could be in any of these spots, right? I mean, Himeka and Maiko were the second to 7-Up. They aren't homegrown either. Uh, I think... I, I, I've i gone... I've, I'm beyond the point of... Home, I, Starm's homegrown is dead. 
Right. Like, Pretty I, that's, much, that's yeah. But I it. just I thought it was a really cool thing last year was was how they felt. No, I on agree. Them. Whereas this I year agree. it's like they're all thrown into undercard tags. <laughs> um, yeah. You know that is that is um, that is that. In, in fact, five of the of the six are in the least important match of the show. That's crazy. Yeah. And then <laughs> there's the Stardom Rumble, which is where all the children will be. So that's um, yeah interesting. Also, um, um, this is small. But about this card, one more thing is that I said at the start, Mina is definitely turning or cosmic angeling the cosmic angels. Um, she's definitely bringing over two foreigners for the derby. Uh, uh like I that's don't know. definitely the story. She went to the airport and she's like, I went to the airport. Why the fuck did I go to the airport? Huh? I have a, I have why why did I go? I have a different read on that. I have a very different read on that. So, um, what's, what's but, your read we, on we'll that? go through that anyway, the press conference okay. after. Okay. Um, but we did have a lot of card announcements. Um, the Stardom announced the card for the uh, year-end climax Cork and Hall show. Uh, oh, in this the, is bad. In the <laughs> opener, it's Hanan versus Momokogo versus Rina versus Wakasugama. Uh, the match after that is an eight-woman tag: Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, Koguma, and Saeeda of Stars take on Utami Hayashita, Lady C, Hina, and Miyo Masaki of Queen's Quest. Uh, the match after that is Road to Dream Queendom 4 tag match. It is Tam Nakano and Natsupoi versus Nanai Takahashi and you. No, you didn't crazy. hear that wrong. That is the title match. <laughs> That's and insane. There is a thing. Waka at the press conference was like, can't let you do this. I want to be your protector. Don't want you to wrestle them on year-end climax. So he might change that and add it. Add Waka to it. I'm going to be real. Those motherfuckers will look like pussies if they let Waka get in front of the bullet right there. Like I like it would be smart, like for booking purposes, but in kayfabe, Waka being like, nah, I don't want y'all to get hurt against your challengers five days before you, their challenge. I'll protect you. And it being Waka is crazy. Uh, <laughs> but I I do think that one will be changed. Um and I imagine it was probably meant to be a six woman tag anyway. Um like the third Shinigami that they didn't end up revealing was probably meant to be in it against maybe Mina, um, but they're holding Mina off for for Rigoku. So I would imagine that was meant to be a, a six woman tag anyway, because silly as Stardom is, I don't see them booking this tag match for Corkin and then doing it again five days later. I mean, but they did. They do did Tam. that already with yeah, Natsupoy and yeah. Sam, yeah. yeah. They did, but uh, I feel like that was Tam and Natsupoy being like, "Shit, we have to rush into everything." So who knows? Um, the other match is Road to Dream Kingdom 3 10 person tag it is Mobotanabe, Sakikama, Nakatora Raka and Fukigen Death of Oedotai this is Risa Sera, Suzu Suzuki Kurumi Hiragi, Akane Fujita and Mochi Natsumi of Prominence when did, when did Akane come back? I didn't know she was am gone am I an idiot? Uh, what? I might be an idiot Maybe. it's okay Okay. Um, then we have Road to Dream Kingdom 2. It is Saya Kamatani and Azumi versus Starlight Kid and Haruka Umisaki of Diana. And then we have uh, Road to Dream Kingdom 1 Elimination Match. Shiri, Mirai, Amisore, Tomoki Inaba, and Nanami of God's Eye versus Julia, Maika, Himeka, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla of Donna Del Mondo. So, uh, year-end climax this year is just a go-home road to show essentially um which is cool sometimes <laughs> i'm yeah. not a big fan of this one um i think that like 
there are places where this could be really fun and it just isn't really um in my opinion at least because mm-hmm. uh, i i've i've alluded like i've compared it to uh the road to tokyo dome shows for new japan right where it's like usually they'll throw uh, you know all of the preview matches and then one like big preview match that like is actually cool um and I guess that's the kid and Umasaki match. Well, I would say it was the, not... the the five on five elimination with uh, God's Eye and DDM. Yeah, it's meant to be the big I guess. One. Yeah, I guess. I guess that is like I I'm a fan of that, but I wouldn't say that's like a cool match in general. You know, what I mean, like are interesting specifically. Uh, like I think like if maybe like it, it would have been cool if it was like julia and micah versus shuri and mirai or something like that you know what i mean yes did uh, we get that not long ago probably dude they they do so i have we have watched 575 <laughs> matches That's Alex. True. i have watched 575 star matches i would i wouldn't be surprised if i have seen every single stardom combination you could possibly see of the main roster i know i haven't but at this point i don't fucking know um <laughs> so but uh, yeah i mean like I, I I don't. This is the card that I actually expected a bit more from because I I think these are usually where you get like the sleepers, um, and there aren't a ton of sleepers that I project, right? Yeah. So that, uh, but I'm not upset about it. You know, uh, it'll, it'll be fun. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it should should be okay. Um, now they also announced the card for New Blood Six. Uh, that was uh, at a press conference. Card for this one is uh, Sanai Takiyabashi. Yes, Tak Takabayashi versus Rina. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Sanai is from uh, Best Body Japan. Uh, despite sounding very weird, that is in fact a professional wrestling company. I do yeah, not... they just ran like a month ago. Uh, I was about to say I don't know if they even run, but if they do, they're on that LLPWX, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Um, I think it's a funny thing with with Best Body Japan is that um, Inishirakawa used to wrestle there or like used to represent them and she was their women she was like their inaugural women's champion so it was very random she mentioned her in the press conference oh yeah i i forget i I mean i don't speak japanese so i don't know what she said but she did mention mina um in in her blurb that's fair um everybody like didn't say anything like they i'm pretty sure rossi was like listen lads we have a big sumo hall thing shut up just don't talk and uh everybody took that to heart um so so from momokoko she she took her time she did um so i've never seen takabayashi um i don't know if there's even footage of her out there um i'm sure she's fine i don't know there's not really much else to say um when she brought up mina it's because she said uh i made my debut the same day as mina shirakawa so that's why oh well yeah, so um, she's uh she's she's pretty much a bodybuilder, I think. She's she's won the best body Grand Prix two years in a row. So I think I'm a she's big a... fan of Rossi bringing in uh, muscle girls. Personally, I'm I'm, right. a big fan, I'm a big fan of that initiative. So uh, shouts out to the Hat Man. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Does she win? I I don't know if she wins this or not because it's I Rena. No like, she could win it. But she could also just simply not win it, especially since Rena's probably challenging Ami. Uh, since Ami yeah. literally said, "I'm supposed to face Rena, not you, bitch." <laughs> oh, yeah, Teruaka. That was very fun. Um, so the next match announced was uh, Moran from Diana versus Miyu Amasaki. Um, I don't, I can't remember if I have this right. Diana debuted. Moran's like 
12. <laughs> yeah, because I, I wasn't sure, because I know it was Miran and Saran, I think, debuted near each mm. other, and one of them is like 43, and the other is 12. Um, and yeah. Miran is the teenager. Yeah, she's okay. she's the very small one. Yeah, so I've never seen her wrestle. Um, Diana yeah. is pay-per-view only. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> like, I'm not doing it. Um, so I don't watch Diana anymore. Um, so I've never seen her, but we're we're gonna have to see her here against Miyu Amasaki. Maybe, I'm a, I'm gonna look if I can watch Diana in my mysterious ways. All right. Okay. Have fun. Um, the next match is a passion injection match. It is Lady C versus Nanai Takahashi. Um, oh yeah. So sure, it's fun. Uh, I I like this one actually. Like Lady C started fucking bawling her eyes out because mm-hmm. she's like, I'm, I fucking have passion, you asshole. Yeah. Um. You told me I was useless and lame in that tag team match, and I refuse to be that lasting memory and all that shit. So I- I'm actually excited for this match. I think that, like, I-, I want, like, this is one of those few cases where, like, Lady C has something, right? Where it's like, usually she's just also around. Um, this is one of those few matches that I remember that tag match, and I was like, I really am rooting for Lady C in that tag match, because, like, she was really getting her ass beat. She was really selling it. Um, so I'm excited for this match, actually. I, I really want to yeah. see Lady C have a good performance. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, because um, do, I do remember Lady C was fantastic in that match with, with an eye, yeah. uh because I remember, still, that was Kyrie's like, to that point, her best performance since coming back. Yeah, totally. Um, and that was one of the matches that made me realize that Nanai is actually pretty beast. Um, yeah. Match after that then is Tam Nakano and Waka Skiyama versus Chairman Ram and Micah Ozaki. Um, this was very fun. Waka just got very mad at Ram and tried to assault her, and uh, Micah Ozaki just picked her up and carried her around. Walked around with her while Ram just like insulted her yeah. profusely. Amazing. Um, the match after that is Mirai. That might be Waka's first win. I don't know with with Micah Ozaki there. Who knows? Um, the match after that is Mirai Tomoka Inaba and Nanami versus Hanan, Sai, Ida, and Momokogo. It's just a pretty standard tag match. Um, and then the last two matches we already knew, it's Starlight Kid and Karma versus Mai Sakurai and Tekla. And a future Stardom Championship match of Ami Sore versus Ruaka. So, um, kind of over New Blood. I don't, know if, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that shines through. Uh, I think it was a cool concept at first. Um... Now, instead of, like, Maria and Ai Hozan, we get Baran and Sanai Takabayashi. And, um... That is strange. Yeah. You know, like, that's, like, it's very much become, like... It feels like, uh... I, I can't say that that's... It's almost like a tryout um, of sorts. Like... Yeah. Yeah, it feels, it feels like this is, like, a, like, a cover for something. Where it's like, oh, this is just this is just so Rossi can get his hands into every uh, Joshi company in existence, right? Except for, like, he already has done that with like the good companies, um, or he's not allowed to with Wave. You know, like if if he got Kohaku uh, on one of these shows, shout out to my last draft pick. Um, if he if he got Kohaku on one of these shows, I'd go crazy, right? I would love that. Like that's what I want from New Blood is a, a young wrestler who has a ton of upside. You know, I mean, Haruka Umasaki early on, you know, like Maria, like you said, even I, Jose, I, I want that from new blood. And I don't think that it's like these like tryout types of things are like ill-placed, but when that's all it is, and then it's like, you know, 
Waka losing again to Ram and Karma being Karma. Like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's not what I want from this shit. Um, so I get what you're saying. Um, uh, I'm sure it'll be a fine show, but uh, it's definitely not what the kind of show can be. Um, you know, it, it is what it is, especially since they kind of moved away from Miu getting the shit kicked out of her by main roster people. Um, obviously, losing Hanan versus Inaba as its main feud is kind of disappointing, but uh, it definitely never followed up on some of the interesting premises that it had. Um, but it will be fine. This isn't Nami's free show. God's Eye match, though. Oh, yeah, that's fun. God's Eye match. Yeah. I like that Tamuk Inaba is still on it. I like to see Inaba wrestle any chance I can. Yeah. Um, now, there was, <laughs> we still have more to do. Um, there was a press conference for that stardom dream kingdom show and there was a few interesting bits that were kind of dropped that i feel like we should follow up on um so unagi mentioned uh she said my stardom ban is lifted so Mm. (laughs) um, i guess she's back uh, after the show we'll have to keep an eye on the cards she is still booked for some of the smaller shows um diana has her for january i think and uh has her for later this month the Sendai stuff is pretty ongoing. Yeah. Uh, she's Does... still on all the Marvelous shows going yeah. forward. She has kind of brought some of it to a conclusion. I mean, once Chihiro beats her, there's not much for her to do in Sendai. Uh, presumably, Aja Kong is going to kick the shit out of her in Diana. Uh, Takumi is hurt, That's so wild. she can't beat her in Marvelous, but she kind of lost in Marvelous anyway. Um so it does. That was fucked, bro. Fucked. I, I know this isn't a marvelous po- podcast, but like that tournament, that entire tournament was just Painful. kind of a mess. I'm gonna be real. They they <laughs> had Rico Kawahata kicking the shit out of Rin Katakura, and then she lost to one Dragon Suplex. I was that was like to... so quick too. I was, was like, oh, this is kind of fun. This is yeah. kind of fun. I looked down my phone, and then she's pinned, and I'm just like, what uh-huh. the fuck just uh-huh. happened? Um, yeah. I, was, I was ready to punch uh, walls. Give Rico Kawahata then... the world. She's great. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna punch something, that, but yeah, no, that was uh, that was a fun show. It was something. Yeah. I'm gonna be talking about it later on uh, Scott's show. So. Uh, Man, you're lucky. I, I I need to talk about more Joshi stuff, but let's move on. Um. So that's Unagi basically saying she's back. I don't know if that's true or if she's just being a bit of a weirdo. Um. Don't know if three like it would be about three months since she was supposedly like spent on the GAN period or whatever, so I guess it would make sense if she is back after this. Um, Wasn't it at the, at the beginning of October? Maybe. I suppose 29th of December is almost three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I guess that's true. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, Mina Shirakawa's face is entirely covered, <laughs> so that's true. I assume her getting Tokyo Sports to report on her going away was uh, we're meant to be under the illusion that she got like face-morphing uh, plastic surgery or something. She said, bet you're all wondering what I look like. If you want to see my face, go to Ryogoku. So she has made her face injury part of the angle go to <laughs> Sumo Hall to see her face. It is what a worker. How did we ever dislike this woman? She is such a genius. Um, Dude, uh, and Tekla was so sweet too. Yeah, She's like, nice. I know... I know we're we're in different groups and whatever, but like I really appreciate you, and it's really a shame that like the prettiest person in this company got her face fucked up, and I really hope that you're all right, and I I miss you 
I was like, that's so sweet, bro. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was very nice. Um, and Tackle has gotten some good promos. I really like Tackle. Give Tackle's her the great. give her the mic Tackle's more. Great. Um, but yeah, that's kind of Mina's thing. Is I think I assume she was gonna turn, but I assume she's just being maybe not turn weird, and that she. But I feel like maybe she gets a heater, like because we know that foreigners are coming in in January. So we will oh. we will get to that. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Fuck, we have so much to talk about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so the triangle derby free comments. Um, I'm gonna wait for one of the normal translators to get to this because I don't think the translations of the report really um, get the full context because there is tension between Mayu and Momokogo. They're on the same team. Um, and Mayu seemed to bury the hatchet, but I don't know if that's just a mistranslation. So I kind of want to wait for uh, Dina or the uh, the guy from Japan who does them Doi. before I comment on it. Yeah, Doi. Um wasn't anything from the three-way tag. Kyrie and Utami kind of didn't have a lot. That I don't. That I don't get. Um, like, what was the context? Like, is Kyrie just a sick fuck? Is that like basically her entire thing? Is just that like she wants to humiliate humiliate everyone? Is that just? Yeah. It? I think she said that she wants uh, the match to have some excitement because she was like, "Well, it's not a title match, so I think we should make something exciting about it." So she she proposed that stipulation. Uh, Utami? Dude, Utami goes back and beats Ami for the future belt. Oh, yeah. Two time, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Utami. <laughs> she beats you for the bro. She goes back. She gets the golden armor, bro. Imagine uh, that. Imagine dude. that. She gets all of the Please. belts. She gets yeah. the SWA belt. She t- she Please. beats Eve. She or not Please. Eve. She beats you. Oh, oh that would be crazy. Sorry. Um, uh, Utami is really cool right now. <laughs> Ut- yes. Like Kyrie was doing her best to like take this in different directions, and Utami just didn't care she was like yeah um so Kyrie has a belt i want so i challenged her um so we're here now and uh later on uh, utami was like yeah if i lose then i just don't get my cool entrance uh but if i win then Kyrie doesn't get to do her fucking long entrance anymore so <laughs> utami is just done she's so she's so iconic she showed up to this in i a, think in a, in a winter jacket and oh, yeah. some slacks and some boots and I was like, dude, she just doesn't care. This is great. She's she's on that stone I think we will, shit. I think we will fully recognize how dope she is when she does have to go back to no music and her old ass gear and just you know all that, and she's still the coolest motherfucker on the roster. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to recognize that at that point. Probably, yeah, because she is uh she's pretty cool. Um, I it would be so funny to see her in that judo gear now because uh, it's such a oh, shit, different yeah. time. Um, so Azumi and Akari Shimizu's pre-match was <laughs> absurd. Um, Akari wanted to prove who was faster, so they had a few competitions. Uh, they said tongue twisters, which was a draw. <laughs> they had a uh, a fast drinking showdown, which was uh, also a draw. Oh no, Shimizu won, I think the the Wait, fast drinking. I didn't drinking. see that. I didn't, I didn't watch that. Yeah, they had uh, they had water, funny. and uh, Shimizu downed it, and then they had a race. And Azumi beat her in the race, like, easily. Like, Azumi was cutting a promo, and Shimizu, like, ran into the wall or something, and uh, was really late. So, Shimizu lost her shoes at some point as well. Like, they were just... She was all over the place. I never knew Hikari Shimizu had this in her. Like, she's a, she's insane. Bro, <laughs> she's... 
the I, we'll talk about when we get to like the review. Uh, she is like the antithesis of what Haruko Masaki's challenge was, where it's like like she just was the most fucked fucker at all of the personality in the world. Just like I was just like, yes, give her the belt. I love Azumi. Azumi should break the record, but give her the belt. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, she definitely won a few people over. I was already a fan, but I can imagine a lot of people were like, who is this girl? I love her. Um, so the Iris of Stardom. Uh, press conference is where they changed the stip. Yeah. So um, that was where they they made it a hardcore match. I think prominence wins. I'm gonna be real with you. I I don't even care anymore. That's how upset I am by that stipulation change. I don't care. See, that's wins. just you. I think it's I think it's like oh okay. No, cause, <laughs> like no. I just watch I just watch Shimizu just pour the water out of face. <laughs> that's true. Sorry. It was so that's crazy. It was so absurd. Um. Now, 7-Up weren't there for their pre-match conf- promo, but that is where Waka interrupted and was like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna help you guys. Um, so that was that. Meltier were on their shit, though, in the in the post-match promo, which we'll, we'll talk about a bit later. Um, I, I suppose I'll mention yeah. it now. They've been singing... It's, it's... Yeah, they've been singing the, side that, the song that Nanai released while she was in AJW, uh, along with, with like Momoi Nakanishi, I think, and, and some other people. Um, yeah, I was know, listening to it last night. Because yeah, you know, AJW made everybody to musicians. Um, but Meltier have been singing it every time they have to talk to Nanai, and it's very funny. Um, and so they sang it to end this press conference because because Seven Up weren't there. Um, Uzaki and Kamatani had the most boring pre-match conference ever. Umasaki's entire verbiage is: "I've been wrestling for four years. I've worked with Diana. I've wrestled legends." Please allow me to grow. And Saya Kamatani is like, I'm the champion. I had a good match with Kyrie. I'm going to defend the belt. Absolute bland shit. Get some personality, guys. Get whatever Hikari Shimizu was sniffing and get out here and do it again. Um, it's so frustrating. Uh, the, everything to do with Umasaki and stardom is incredibly frustrating. Because, like, she's not the most, like, personality-driven wrestler, obviously, like, in general. But, like... She's literally an idol, it, though. Like she knows how yeah, to like, present I mean, herself. <laughs> you can you can watch you can watch her in Wave, and like even if she's not like Wave is a bunch of fucking characters, right? But even if she's not the most like outlandish, she still just has those like those little bits, right? Like I like she did fucking Sakura Hirota's, uh shoulder butt thing like to her as a joke, and I was like that was hilarious. She did that with like so convincingly, it was so funny, and I just like was not expecting it. That was great, and they just strip everything from her. In stardom, yeah. and it's very frustrating. But we can go on. Um, I think that was everything. Um, because Julia and Siri didn't say a lot that really like that match doesn't need any build up. That match is made. You know, there's no real need yeah. to dig into it. Now, two other news bits, and then we are onto the show, as I swear. So the first news bit is that Dave Meltzer reported in the Wrestling Observer newsletter that um. Mayu Iwatani was slated to win the IWGP Women's Championship. That was always the plan. She's meant to have a big 2023 to promote her movie. Um, word from Meltzer is Mayu requested that she get a better contract along with working America more and doing other dates with New Japan. And that was when they opted to go with Kyrie. So, um, Sorry, giving Kyrie all that money, so who gives a fuck? 
think that's the thing. Uh, people obviously run with this, um, but as always with Elser, it's probably a partial game of Chinese whispers. I think what probably happened is. Can you say that? Yeah, isn't that is that not just a game? It's like a, I don't know. Let's move on. Go on. Because like we used to play that in school, it was Chinese whispers. Like the teachers would let us play it. Like... Okay, but Alex, I look up, I looked that up, and the third thing is offensive. Hi. Phrase stems from an idea that, yeah, you can't say that. I'm for real. Come on, there's no way. It's like a game. Oh <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh. Oh yeah, that's offensive. Come on, oh, damn. Okay. All right. Well, too late now. <laughs> Um, Apologize. <laughs> uh, do the YouTuber thing. Well, I like set up a camera, <laughs> dim the lights. Go get your notes, up, brother. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So I think it's it's probably a case of you do want to go with Mayu. She said, "Hey, I'm going to be traveling more. That's a lot of extra strain on the body. Can I get a bit extra money?" And they said, "We're already paying Kyrie extra to show up." You might as well give her the belt instead of pay both of you extra to show up, right? Especially because, um, as Sony has said a lot on the Meltzer boards, Kyrie is not a difference maker as far as like pay per view buys and stuff go for Stardom. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're gonna rethink it and, and try and push her as like putting her on American shows and New Japan shows to try and get being new fans. the ambassador. Yeah, because the thing is, Mayu will succeed either way. Um, but maybe they're thinking we're already paying Kyrie extra money. Let's rework this to see if she can make us money. Because you know, all all indications are she isn't a huge difference maker for them on Stardom shows. So um, they're probably just trying to change it up. So I do think it's a case of when f- confronted with the idea of paying Mayu more, or just going with Kyrie. They made the smart decision to go with Kyrie. Um, but it does. Tell us that Mayu was supposed to win, which we all kind of knew because it felt like Mayu's story from sense. the very beginning. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. If, if only you, she didn't like, throw away that SWA belt, dude. I know. That, like, so much tells me that this was a late decision, um, because Irie and Utami was probably meant to be the white Kyrie belt wasn't match. Even supposed to. They weren't even supposed to be in the fuck. Yeah. She wasn't even supposed to be yeah. in the tournament. So I, I'm not really sure. I feel like so much of this was late decisions because maybe Kyrie and Utami was supposed to be the white belt match and they had to go oh shit we have to move the belt of Kyrie with the uh the IWGP belt instead. And so. now Sai is gonna accidentally become the longest reigning champion of all time. Yeah. Uh, not longest reigning, the most defenses. Um I don't know if you disagree on the the Melsa report, but that's that's kind of my reading on it. I don't I don't like fully disagree, but I also don't like take it to heart. I still I, I mean because I, I think the idea is that it's like oh Mayu doesn't want to go to America, which isn't true because a day before the p- report came out, she only posted on Instagram how much she misses America. Um, so it's not like a matter of like, oh, she just she just doesn't want to to be among the dirty Americans. It's like, no, I, I don't think that's it. Um, I think people have read into it wrong more than like it is actually wrong. Because um, I'm sure, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Mayu's like, hey, can I get a bit of a of a raise for this? Or am I going to get paid a little bit more for this? And they're like, you know what? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, like, I can see it like that, but I don't think that's like, oh, well, Mayu's having disagreements with the company, and she's going to leave because oh, she didn't dude, get the listen. belt, and she didn't get paid. <laughs> and people are saying it like that. I was like, that's definitely not what that fucking is. 
that was the non-Joshi fans. Like you, you can tell. Um, yeah, that that was kind of my reading on that situation. I never, never really ran with it the way other people did. I just thought it was interesting and kind of funny. Um, the last news bit, and uh, this comes directly from Pro Wrestling Eve. <laughs> um, so uh, in their Discord, it was mentioned that Stardom is bringing over three or four British talents in the new year. So most people have kind of figured that it will be a trios league team of, of foreign wrestlers. Um, and we have no idea who they are. Uh, so that's, yeah. yeah, I like, I don't know. Um, I might. Some people were saying Alex Windsor since she's not doing TWW anymore, apparently. Mm, maybe. Uh, I don't really see it. I feel like once you're in the with The thing TGPW, with Windsor is um, she, like, just won the Eve belt. And I, I imagine if they knew she was going to be gone, they wouldn't have put it on her. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, to be fair, she's she's their bigger star, so I get it, as far as I'm concerned. Because uh, Alex yeah. Windsor's the only Brit rest woman that I still acknowledge. <laughs> like, like so for my, for my terms... Uh, she's probably the biggest star. Um, and that's not just because of uh, the uh, TGPW thing. It's just because she's good. She is. Um, I don't know really who it could be. I feel like Martina might be due to come over because nobody does anything with her in, in the UK. Because it feels like everybody's scared that she's going to like leave at any moment, right? Like I feel like... Wait, who? Martina. Oh. Yeah. She's really popular, but she never like does much. And I feel like it's because everybody's expecting her to go soon. Um, so maybe Martina, but otherwise, like I have no idea. Um, might be able to find out soon because I I do know people still involved in wrestling here, but no guarantees. I don't really know, and I wouldn't really tell anybody. So, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll just have to wait and see on that. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. We knew Stardom would get foreigners eventually. I was surprised that there wasn't any on Sumo Hall, but you know, they're going to be coming back soon. I mean, obviously, you know, she isn't real, but uh, if she is, Miss Mercedes is coming at some point soon, or she could come at some point soon, considering January is when she said that she's available. Yeah, yeah. When when she's... I mean, that's not a, that's not an Eve. That's not from Eve, obviously. Yeah. This is a completely different conversation, but um, you know, could be interesting. Mercedes I, I do imagine 2023 will be a bigger foreigner year and i'm not against that um mm, I, i'm yeah. interested in it cautiously uh obviously it could be really bad yes. but yeah. <laughs> it, it all just depends um i think that's all of the news it only took us an hour but i think we're through everything and we can start now the... i gotta make my draft pick oh oh dear oh no wow that's Go on, we've been going good. that long um so the first show to review was on uh, December 3rd. This was a Goddess of Stardom Tag League show in the Bell Sal Takadano Baba. Uh, this did 408 fans, I, I believe. Yes. Uh, is this the worst number they've done in that Bell Sal venue? Um, I feel like I, they usually I'm not the get attendance guy, way higher. But 700, did you say? 400? 400 and... Yeah, that's pretty low for, for Bell they, I think they usually get five at least. Um, Maybe. So apparently you get 330 there for that. Um, remember the Queen's Quest versus Way to Tie Gauntlet? 
<laughs> I was just talking to widescreen about that. And he's like, I can't believe they didn't do Momo versus Utami. I was like, they did. In that gauntlet, don't you remember? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that was terrible. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a big drop from the last two times they did this, though, because Stardom Showcase Volume 2 was here, and that did um, 759. Wait, I'm not up? You're not? God damn it. Oh, oh dear. Um, and the award show earlier this year was 430. So, yeah, I guess it's around where most shows do here, but as far as the tournament goes, I think it's a lot lower than they would have wanted, because did almost 700 here for the GP show, so... Yeah, a bit of a disappointing well, number. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Goddess League isn't super hot, you know. What I mean, that's true. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to that when we talk about the the final attendance. I'm sure. Um, so the the opening match of this card anyway was a Stardom Rumble. Uh, Sai Kamatani last eliminated Super Strong Stardom Machine in after 16 minutes with a Star Crusher. Um, I didn't watch this. This was not good. Yeah, I didn't watch this because it's a Rumble and. Every rumble the, is the same. The, this was a this was worse. Oh God. I would be real because I I I enjoy these rumbles usually. Uh-huh. Like you know, like the the first the first match on the show. You know, I enjoy some some degree. This was just like really like watered down, and it was just kind of a way to tie the oh entire God. time, pretty much. Like not Natsuko and Utami had some fun stuff, and then Saya and Machine. Did a couple cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, at one point, uh, Saya and Ruaka teamed up on the machine, and Ruaka's like, "Yeah, yeah, let's go, Saya. We homies now." And then it's like, then Ruaka got eliminated. Um, and I was like, "That's wild. <laughs> like, she is so ready. She is so ready." Um, but yeah, the match was pretty mid. That's pretty sad. Like for a rumble, it was pretty. It was pretty mid. That's pretty bad. Um, yeah. After the match, then is when Haruka Umisaki showed up to challenge, and uh, this angle was not very good so um she showed up dude and she she very politely said i would like to challenge for the belt um saya and i i look at it a lot at like crowd reactions right yeah um she got like the crowd was into it for i I, no i think i think the crowd was into it to some degree um like i they they were at least respectful about like i i don't think that was bad um but it was very much like okay I, I want to be in this match. And then Saya, the biggest pop from this entire segment is Saya going, oh, yeah, I saw your ass on the poster. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I get it yeah. now. I get it. Um, And, like, I, I don't think that the whole, like, bro, I was trained by the motherfucker who created your belt, for God's sakes. Not literally. But, like, you know, like, she, like, the whole, like, I am consistently wrestling motherfuckers who were all Pacific champion uh, before you were alive. So, you know, I, I think that's fine. Like, that's a fine, like, in the, foot like, in the door. Is thing. that not lame? Like, I've been wrestling for four years, and I've wrestled legends. Like, okay, but who have you beat? What I, have I you think, done? Right? Like, I think to some degree it works. But to some degree it doesn't, right? Yeah. Bringing it up here worked. Her bringing it up again at the presser, I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, you're, you're, you're leaning on that bit hard. Mm-hmm. But, like, her being like, like, when somebody asks you, okay, what have you done? And it's like, I fucking like almost beat the greatest all Pacific champion of all time. That's your belt. Like your, like, even though it's not her belt, like, I think that works Mm -hmm. to some degree, but when it's like all you got, 
like that that again that works to get your foot in the door type of thing yeah. and it makes sense like okay that's fair she does you know wrestle kyoko she does wrestle fucking jaguar she does wrestle basically everybody you know like all of these like legendary wrestlers that you know you wouldn't you wouldn't survive in wrestling if you weren't if you were wrestling against these motherfuckers you wouldn't survive if you weren't at least somewhat good i think that's like a good thing to base it off of but beyond that like that should not be the entire thing and the worst part is that that wasn't the entire thing no. because kid came out and made sure that she looked way worse yeah th- <laughs> this this is how i would expect them to treat kevin <laughs> like they yeah. gave her a miyu amasaki promo where she was timid and really respectful and didn't say anything and then starlight kid would come out and talk for her like I don't know. Like, like that's so fucked. The thing is, right? I know Haruka Umasaki. I've watched her for a long yeah. time. They made her look like a geek, even to me. <laughs> like, and I've seen her win tag championships in different promotions. Like, I've seen her succeed, uh-huh. and they made me think, "What a geek!" Like, they geeked her so hard. It's I don't know, man. Like, it's just how is this your presentation of somebody so talented right like just let her wrestle it's very frustrating let her say right? i'm a tag I mean... team champion i've held this belt for 400 days i'm a i'm pretty sure she won the wave tag belts as well didn't she it's like i've been she a did. tag team champion in multiple companies i i drew with starlight kid who's your like a big rival of yours they want to challenge for the belt but they instead they just went this really like the way you'd expect them to treat a rookie or something like I'd imagine this for a future of Stardom Championship challenge, more than a white yeah. belt challenge, because this was just so respectful and timid, and they had somebody else try to put her over and say, "Oh, we sent her. We sent her. She's cool with us." And it's like that is two the of your worst teenagers. way they could have done it. <laughs> your teenagers, <laughs> like bro, like straight up, Saya said, "Nah, honestly, nah. I, I want somebody better." Yeah, and then. The fucking the fucking three motherfuckers from Nightmare Before Christmas came out, shock, lock, and barrel, and just started beating her up. And then it's like, now you gotta accept her challenge. And it's like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> like, bro, like Umasaki is too good for this shit. I know that everybody like gets on me for shitting on motherfucking Oedo Tai, and I get it. Whatever, I'm an asshole sometimes. But this was so lame, and Umasaki is too good for this shit man like straight up just like i'm not saying she has to be like this over the top like I, in fact i thought that like once away that i left and sai kamatani is like let's see if you can ke- you can keep up let's have a good match and then haruka goes oh trust me it'll be the best match of your life that's the coolest thing that was the coolest thing of this entire thing she could have just said that <laughs> why did you have to do all this <laughs> like it's just so dumb man oh my god yeah, and like it's it, it it just it makes us feel like okay, so kids beating Saya, and Umasaki is like the prelude to that, which is also dumb because as we see the day later, I want to see you versus Saya before Saya yes. drops the belt. Um, please. Uh, I also want to see Suzu versus Saya, but obviously I don't think that's happening. So, I, but whatever. I want to see you versus Saya, and I don't like that they're just like using like it's just dumb, man. Like, that, that's what I mean, is that, like, when I saw this, I realized, okay, this is a way bigger issue than I think people are on, like, because I thought everybody was overreacting, and I still think people were overreacting, that it's like, oh my god, she's the worst challenger ever. I don't think so. But this, as someone who loves Haruka Umasaki, made me think, 
valid. Yeah, I get why people feel that way. Because <laughs> they made sure that she's the worst challenger ever. Oh my god. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah, it was it was really poorly done. Um, but you know, it, look, I don't know. I'm sure they'll salvage it. Like the match will be fine. Um, but they really do do Misaki wrong with everything to do with this. <laughs> like, she's she's so good, and you could have built her up in tags on New Blood or something, but no. Um, anyway, after that, then we got into the, the Goddess of Stardom Tag League. We had a Red Goddess block match. Uh, black Desire beat Peach Rock in uh, eight and a half minutes when Kid pinned Pogo with a Moonsault. Um, I thought this was good. Uh, Momo and Abe was just kicking everything in sight, and it was very good. I liked it. Um, I, I didn't. <laughs> what? What, what I, was it missing? Momo was just kicking people, and then Mayu and Kid just I, hit it, each other. Like, No, I would say I would say Mayu did well with, with both of them. Um, but I think I'm just really, like, Momo Koga didn't, was a bit off her game in this match, I will say. Uh, usually she's a bit more uh, just, like, crisp i guess um and then like i don't know it, it was just kind of mad to me i i was not interested this is and part special. of that's just because i'm me but no i think i think at this point i just uh, this is the last black desire match that i had to watch and i'm just like i don't want to watch this anymore like i'm just not a fan of this team anymore like i, I in their high-end stuff they're usually pretty good but like anything end. that isn't <laughs> was I, I wouldn't consider this high end. I don't know. This was really good on their half, I thought. They were very good in this. I, I knew you would say that. That's why I was like, Am I being too hard on it? And then I like like I went back, I, I re like I rewatched it and I was like, No, I just don't like this. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway. Uh, the match after that was a blue goddess block match. It was Micah and Himeka beating Saki and Wakaskiyama. Uh, Himeka pinned Waka uh, with a... This is where you're going to get mad at me. This was a better match than that one. <laughs> I mean, it was very good. Waka yeah. works really well with Saki. Like, Saki's offense just fits Dude, with Waka's. I, I, I said this to Scott last night, and he's like, I think you just aren't... You just haven't seen them tag together seven million times, so it's like, it's fresh to you. But I think Waka feels way more competent when she's tag tagging with Saki. Like, otherwise, she's just standing on the apron waiting well, to get beat I up. Mean, didn't, In this, didn't, it felt like she was doing didn't shit. Didn't Saki train Waka? Like, isn't... Like, yes, yes. Does yeah. that not make sense? <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like no, it would it makes, make a it lot makes, of sense no, if it they worked well together. It yeah. makes total sense to me. It makes total yeah. sense to me. And that's what I mean, is that it's like... Uh, Waka and Saki as a team is way better than, like, Waka and Mina, mm -hmm. or Waka and Tam... Or Waka and literally anybody that is not Saki. <laughs> like, the really... this is fun. was it Waka and Lady C who made a good team last year? Yeah, they yeah, were. Because I feel like they, that was they, the they only other time I've seen Waka like thriving in tags like this, apart from the brief period yeah. earlier this year where she was like on fire. Um, yeah, I thought she was pretty good here, and uh, obviously Mahime are pretty good at this whole thing. So yeah, I, I did enjoy yeah, this. Who would have thought? I did enjoy this. To make a. I do want to mention she won with the Boston Crab, yeah. and then on Twitter or on Instagram or something, she called it two moons oh. because she bent Waka's back into a fucking crescent. Mm -hmm. um, also, also Waka's name, like Sukiyama, is is moon. That's very so. funny. Very funny. Um, the next match was Yu and Nanata Takahashi beating Miyu Amasaki and Azumi. Uh, Yu pinned Miyu with a diving body press in seven minutes. So uh, I'll have that at Dylan. 
This is my shit. Um, I was gonna say that Nanai and Azumi meet again, right? Cause, uh, but they never actually wrestled oh. the first time. Uh, I know, I because I, I remember I've watched like Azumi's exhibition matches against like the masked wrestlers. You know, she wrestled uh, like Tayo, who was in a mask. She was like Passion number seven. Uh, she wrestled Yoshiko. She wrestled Io, and she wrestled Mayu. I think I thought that Nanai was there, right? I thought that she wrestled Nanai too, but she didn't. Um, but they did share the same locker room for like two years, right? When I mean, Azumi started when she was what 2012. She started training, so obviously they knew each other and they kind of played off of it very well and i thought it was like really well done like nanai was really like she was really putting an effort to like it, it felt like nanai was excited to wrestle azumi and i thought that was really cute you know what i mean because like you could tell nanai like really just had like a lot of uh you know forgive the the pun had a lot of passion in this one right like they were just putting in work azumi and nanai were killing it um Obviously, Azumi hasn't had a great tag league, so I think this is also one of her best performances, the most care she put into any of her matches. Um, to the point where I didn't want Miu or you to tag in, because I was just enjoying their stuff together, right? Like, it was really good. Then they, they tagged in, and it was, like, it was good. Like, it wasn't just Miu getting beat up. It felt like Azumi and Miu were constantly, like, those underdogs that's, like, if I was watching this live, if I was in the arena, this would be super fucking energetic, super fun, because... I mean, at this point in the, in the tag league, O2 line could upset them and ruin their entire tournament, right? Mm. And Azumi does that. Like, that's her entire shtick, um, is that she upsets people. So, especially if I had watched this live, and you can't because it was in Takadama Baba, but if I was there in the audience, this would be, like, absurdly fun. It would have, like, really, like, the crowd was into it, too. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was really well done. You and Miu, you just beat the shit out of her. It was really fun. And yeah, you won. Uh, this is, this is my favorite O2 line match All right. ever. Fair <laughs> it enough. Was, it was quite enjoyable. Good stuff. Um, after this is when Hikari Shimizu challenged Azumi. Uh, she, she was like, hey, I was just in Mexico. Let's have a match. And, uh, Azumi was like, hey, I want to go to Mexico. Let's do it. So good on them. Um, <laughs> I know, Azumi almost started crying. She's like, I want to go to Mexico, oh, man. Why do you get to go to Mexico? Um, the match after that then was Natsupoi and Tam Nakano beating Momo Kogo and Mayu Iwatani. And Natsupoi pinned Kogo in eight and a half minutes with a ferial gift. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this as well. Tam and, and like Tam was beaten on Momo quite a bit. Um, and Natsupoi and Momo tried high-speed things, which was okay. Um, and we got Mayu and Tam briefly, which I think is always pretty great. Um, so yeah, just a fun little tag. Yeah, this, this flew right by. I, I can't complain, I liked it. Um, Momo Kogo came out in excruciating pain, and then was <laughs> yes. forced to watch Tam and Poi do their entrance for four minutes. <laughs> like, I was just like, damn, like, waiting to get beat up again. And having to watch that, that's crazy. Yeah. My favorite thing about this weekend was teams who had to wrestle twice just being, like, completely dead. It's just, like, because oh, yeah. Aphrodite was so funny when they did it. Um, Utami just wanted to leave, yes. bro. Like, she was just like, why the fuck do I gotta wrestle? Yeah. <laughs> great. It's great. Um, now, the next match was uh, Fuki Death and Saki Kashima beating Tomoki Inaba and Shiri. Uh, Saki Kashima got the win in seven minutes. So um, I didn't get to watch this one, sadly. I, I didn't have a lot of time today, so I like just barely finished um, like the main event of the show and the other matches, you know, but I didn't get to watch this. You got mad at me because I said I wasn't going to watch the show, so I watched the entire oh, wow. show. Um, 
and yeah, this was this was fun. I mean, it was Saki avoiding Shuri again, which is like the funniest thing in Stardom the entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, like Saki was like gonna start because Inabo was gonna start, and then Shuri's like, "Oh no, I'll start. I'm good." And then she runs out of the <laughs> ring, and then that's like, "Oh, I guess I'm starting." And then Inaba's like, "No, I want to face the clown." And then Inaba gets in, and then Saki's like, "Okay." I'm good. We could do this. And then she like is pushing death out of the way and Shuri just moves into frame and the bell rings and Saki just yells. <laughs> Shuri just starts beating her up and, it, and then Saki immediately tags out as soon as she can. Um, and then, yeah, a way to tie chained up Shuri outside of the ring. Oh, wow. um, uh, and it allowed Saki to do a terrible heat segment, which is the worst part of the match. Um, and then Shuri just got annoyed by being chained up. So she just broke the chains <laughs> and just started whipping the ground with them. And like, was just being real, like just like deranged about it. And she gets in the ring, uh, de- starts bludgeoning death with the newspaper and then gets revivaled and loses. That sounds amazing. That sounds like a five star match. It, it was, that is like match of the year. No, it, if honestly, if the Saki Inaba stuff was a bit condensed, this would definitely be like one of those matches that's just like, oh, Saki is just on her shit. Wow. But yeah, Saki and, and Inabo were a bit long-winded while Shuri was chained up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> very, very upsetting. Um, I'll probably go back and watch it. it so was good, that bro. sounds very funny. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, the main event then of the show is a Blue Goddess tag match. It was Hazuki and Koguma beating Amisore and Mirai. Uh, Koguma rolled up Amisore in 10 minutes. Um, yeah, I haven't loved the previous matches between these two teams um i didn't think this was fantastic this their... but it was definitely a that was probably their best. yeah like you could definitely tell the cohesion is getting there uh especially when hazuki and yeah. mirai wrestle but for whatever reason they had the finishing stretch be koguma and ami which is uh less fun so um i thought it was a good effort but like look these these two teams will have a good match when they just focus on mirai and hazuki or just let them wrestle, you know. Yeah, I, I liked the finish because it's like one of it's a FWC classic where uh, their opponents think they are like in control, and one of them has Hazuki neutralized outside the ring, and Koguma's just dead, and then Koguma simply pins the mm-hmm. opponent. Right? I, I really like that because it's really it's always really funny. I remember they did it with the kid uh, Momo match, where like, um, what was it? Kid had Hazuki like far outside of the ring, and then Koguma simply rolled up Momo. Uh, and it's just running back to the ring, and it's just like, nope, uh, you got FWC'd, bitch. Um, I love that finish, so that was really fun. Um, but yeah, the match was if if they didn't wrestle so much, you know, if they didn't have that 30 minute match and that pay per view match that weren't quite good, um, this would probably be really good. Like, I probably would have been like, oh yeah, this is pretty fun. Um, but the good stuff you kind of have already seen. Uh, and like the really good stuff is like, oh, that was cool. Um, but it wasn't like a overall like great match that I think it could have been if, you know, I wasn't sick of seeing them against Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, after the match then is when Rocka challenged Ami Sore. Uh, Ami very specifically was like, isn't Rina meant to challenge? Um, and so did I, because Rina's been talking shit to Ami on Twitter. So I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. going to be the, the challenge then at, at Super Hall or whatever. But nope, it is um, Ami versus Rocka at New Blood. So that's that's that. Um, Rocka also said that this would be her graduation 
Yeah. From the future division. So that's that's kind of fun. Good for her. Also, she said, she said, um, I'm I'm about to graduate this shit. You are nothing but a sidekick with no future. I'm about to have the future belt. Yeah, I said that cohesion right there. And I was like, damn, that's clean. That's mm. clean. I respect that. So, yeah. Ami called herself the main character for some reason. Yeah, she does that. Um, Mariah came out for this match with a dolphin balloon, and then it <laughs> like never used it. Like it just sat there. Yeah. I, I, yeah. FWC, FWC also while while the uh, Ruaka stuff was happening, um, FWC just found seats in the crowd and just <laughs> that sat was great. patiently yeah. and waited. Yeah, funny. and the guy next to him was like, "Oh my god, I'm sitting next to fucking Koguma and Hizuki. This is crazy." And they're like, "Can we go back yet? Like, I just want, I just want to close the show, please." Yeah. Um, and then Koguma like yelled for like the first time ever, and Hizuki's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> you can do that?" <laughs> and it was yeah, yeah it was a good stuff. time. I remember when we started the show and like Koguma like didn't exist? How did we ever survive? Yeah, like she's she's such an icon. Yeah, that's like, crazy. I, Honestly, yeah, I know. I, the The last note I took was, "I love yeah, Koguma." She's great. Just like that. That's it. Uh, she had a bit of a rough last half of this year, but she's just she's great. She's just really yeah. good. Shout out to them, highest ranked women on the PWI list. Oh yeah, that's cool. Fun, fun that's times. Cool. I mean, like, I don't really give a fuck, but that's cool. Yes. Um, now we had another show to review. It was on December fourth. Uh, this is the final of the Tag League. Uh, this is in the. Um, Messe International Exhibition Hall. Uh, they had 731 fans for this, which is pretty flat compared to um, last year's Tag League final. To be fair, isn't this in Chiba? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it... I, I don't. I mean, like, obviously you want to get higher, but I don't think it was like a terrible number considering where. Yeah, they were. I mean, look, it's it's Tag League. Like, any tickets you can sell are a bonus. Um, last year's did 725 in Corkin, so you know, I'm sure if they did another one in Corkin, it would have done. In the thousands, probably. Um, yeah. Now, this show was kickstarted by Miyu Amasaki and Azumi beating Saki and Wakasuyama. Um, this was uh, Miyu Amasaki getting the win over Waka with the Tensai. So, um, go to heaven. Yeah. I I only saw like the last like twenty seconds. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I think one of the um, things I've noticed is. Miu looks a lot more natural since kind of getting this tag league run under. I don't know if that's just exaggerating, yeah. but it feels like she's less deer in the headlights every time she makes her entrance. Um, like she seems to be a lot more comfortable now. Yeah, I mean, like uh, this is. I know that we aren't, you know, digressing isn't isn't what we should be doing at this point. But it's kind of like in in football this year. Uh, the Bears, right? They they have Justin Fields. And the first, like, two games, he was like, I need to figure out how to breathe in these situations because I am, like, dying here. And everybody's like, what the fuck do you mean you need to learn how to breathe? Like, you're a, you're a starting quarterback for, like, a major franchise. What are you doing? And then after he, like, figured that out, he just became, like, one, maybe not one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but he became, like, a really great quarterback. Um and I think that's kind of where Miu's at, where it's like she needs to learn how to breathe first. <laughs> like, like I think we we might have like looked at like the Sai Kamatani's, even the Sai Ida's, and you know the the Utami's, um, and we kind of looked as like, okay, you know how to breathe from the jump. And I don't think Miu necessarily did. So I think we like we kind of had higher expectations for her because we expected that like very 
floor level like comfort and like naturalness to it uh she didn't have that going in immediately so i think she's kind of finding that and i think that's good she can start improving now yes yeah (laughs) she uh she could definitely launch from here because uh now that she's comfortable or seemingly comfortable uh she can start working on things a lot more um the next match on the show was amisore and mirai beating hanan and saeida um Amisore pinned Hanan with the like a thunder drop. Um, that that is such a criminal finish. Ami pinning Hanan, like what are we like? That's that should be illegal. She does it every yeah, fucking time. This is, this, it's, <laughs> it's not terrible. okay, man. I am I'm still waiting for Ida to pin <laughs> this one. This is of the not Kyokos. happening. I'm like, sorry. One day, one day, one day, I will I will get what I've waited okay. for. Okay, sure thing. Um, yeah, th- this was a good match. I mean, look, when you have three people who just top the shit out of each other in there, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I, somebody asked me, it was like, like, does Ami always do this? Like, does she always chopped? Like, because I feel like I don't remember her, her throwing it like that. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's like her whole thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I know. I remember she, she wrestled Rena before the five-star oh, and just, like, that her. was so good. I, like, I, really good. I kept telling yeah. everybody, like, Ami is great. Like, she's murdering children. And people were like, nah, she's, she's boring. <laughs> like, I don't get it. But that Rena match was, was badass. Um, it was quite good. The match after that then was FWC beating Maihime to eliminate them from the tournament, essentially. Um, Man. This was a nice taste for what a big-time FWC versus Maihime match could be, and I liked it. Um, like, the finish came out of nowhere, which it was meant to. Like, uh, Hazuki did the, the Zuki Straw out of nowhere. Um, but this was this was so fun for what we got. And... Uh, yeah, yeah right. they need to run this back once Mahime get these tag belts. Oh, 100%. Um, Koguma almost beat Himeka in like the first 30 seconds, and I realized that I was like, okay, we, we're <laughs> in it. You know, like they, they were not doing the, the bullshit. They just kind of went into it. And yeah, I thought this was so good, right? I, I Obviously, I love Mahime. I, I really, really think they're one of the better tag teams in like, the past few years of stardom, mm-hmm. like, because they just feel like they're consistently growing and there's no end in sight, yeah. right? Um, and I feel like a lot of tag teams in stardom kind of gets cut off uh, because single stuff is always prioritized. Um, so I, I've been really enjoying their run. Obviously, I want them to win the belts. I want them to win this tournament. But, you know, I'm okay with, with what happened. I really like this match. Jamaica was hitting some clean shit, man. Uh, at one point... Mahime hit like a double choke slam, and then Himeka ran off the ropes and hit like the cleanest running knee strike that she's ever hit. And I was like, she hit, she, she hit one of them win. on the show before, I think, as well, because I remember her clocking uh, Waco yeah. with it, like this this knee to the face. She's been hitting yeah. with them. She's she's like realized I was like, you know what, I'm done doing it off to the side. We we going <laughs> yes. through you, motherfucker. Like, and that's what you need to do. Um, and yeah, I just thought I just think Mahime's offense is really great. Obviously, FWC is just like they're constant. They're like a multiplier, right? Any any team that is capable of delivering even a relatively decent match, FWC will multiply that and make it a good match. Any and I said this, and it might be a bit hyperbolic. Anything Koguma and him and Hazuki have done as a team that wasn't great was not their <laughs> fault. <laughs> like that's just like that's just how it is, really. Um, and this was really really good. So shout out to them. Himeka went for the concussion bomb. Hazuki escaped, got the Hazuki stroll, and won. And my note right after that was fuck. 
because I was really upset. Um, but now I'm I'm cool with it because my Himmick can actually win the belts now, so I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, maybe because they weren't they weren't gonna win the belts at at fucking Queendom if they. Yeah, I mean, if they see World Climax as the big show, then that's obviously where Mahime takes it. Like, I feel like that's that's a pretty obvious direction. But um, we'll have to we'll have to wait yeah. for the the, the three way tag match, I guess, because I assume that'll set up the challengers, given they're right into the trios league. So Aren't, do. don't they have pay per views though? Yeah, like in, I don't know if they'll do a tag title league. match though, or if they'll wait. You never really, never really know. <laughs> just throw a make on another in a, another singles championship yeah. match and never yeah. lose. <laughs> Overexposure to death. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> they love doing that. They do. Uh, but that was that match. Very good match. Um, before we get into the next match, uh, I just want to go get some water. So I'll be back in a minute. Um, so the next match on the show was Yu and Ninai Takahashi beating Roka and Natsuko Tora to win the blue block. Um, Nanai pinned Raka after two refrigerator bombs. Uh, I really enjoyed this. You and Natsuko Tora were going at it, man. They oh, were man. fantastic. Dude, Babyface You is so absurdly good, too. Like, she's so good at both, because we saw masterful uh, Babyface performance here, and then later on we saw a masterful heel yes. performance from, from You. Um, it was great. It was great. I mean, like that, that's what I mean. If I, I, I said this to to one of my buddies, but if if you still are like hating on this you not uh not Natsuko if, on this you and I team, then we are watching different wrestling. Like straight up, like they are just like this match was just <laughs> the icing on the cake because this was really good. Um, I really like the Ruak and Nanai shit too. I thought that they were really fun. I, I was really interested in like uh, Ruaka almost winning with the with the mm. freezer bomb, and then I even put that over. Uh, on on Twitter, I think uh, that she's like, I almost fell to the freezer bomb, but there's or is it the other way around? Which one has the freezer bomb? Which one has the fridge? Freezer bomb? is Raka, I think. Yeah. Uh, then I said something like, uh, "Oh well, I almost fell to the freezer bomb, but nothing beats the refrigerator bomb. Now does it?" And I was like, "That's that's a good way to kind of put it over, you know? That's like, oh, Raka almost fucking got me. That shit's cool, but it's not as cool as me, yo. And I, I think that works, you know? I mean, Raka's not." the next up so she doesn't need to be put over by Nanai but I think Nanai did uh, put her over in her own way almost with that uh, with that sort of like nod to the to the bomb and yeah I, I thought that was really really fun uh, at one point everybody in Oedotai got in and Nanai just beat them all up and I love that <laughs> I love that so much so yeah uh, this is really fun yeah no I I, I know um Kayfabe wise, Nanai was very upset after and was like, I'm the king of the refrigerator bomb. I am the best one. <laughs> and that's why she used two to pin her. So um, that was a nice thing. Uh, I feel like Nanai is building so many of these views with the young wrestlers in stardom. It's kind of kind of cool. Um, She's giving way more than anybody's given her credit for. Like, that, that's, that's more what I'm getting at when I say all this shit. Is that it's like... <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, the match after that then was Karate Brave beating My Fair Lady in red block action. Uh, Siri won with a buzz saw kick. Um, My Fair Lady finished the tournament with zero points. Um, I thought this was a good match as well. Um, Tomoka Inaba and My Sakurai grappling at the start was way better than I expected. Like My Sakurai was really good at it. 
I, I didn't expect that at all. Um, but yeah, they just like my fair lady got blitzkrieged by uh, Inaba and Shuri, so uh, that was fun. This this suffered from from lag, I think, in terms of like, you know how they do the tournaments where they like build up to the first block final and then they go yes. back. This one definitely suffered from that for me because I was just like not really into it. Um, no no fault of their own. I, I'm sure it was like a, a solid match, but I just wasn't super crazy about it. Inaba did sell the fucking big swing insanely. Um, like she just was like flailing, yeah. and it was it was. Absurd. I feel like uh, Lady C and Sherry also did. Some it's fun been stuff a bit of an effort to put yeah. over that big swing lately. I feel like every time Lady C does it now, like her opponent is just yelling for their life. Like it's <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Put Lacey over, man. I mean, like, you know, she doesn't have to be, like, this big star, but there's definitely room for her to, like, grow. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's room to give her a bit more shine sometimes. Yeah. Uh, even if she doesn't win matches, she could definitely just be seen in a more respectful light, I guess. Definitely. I mean, what, she she has celebrated, like, her second year anniversary. Like, she's, she's in it. <laughs> like, she's been here for a minute. Very true. Um... Now, the next match was Momo Kogo and Mayu Iwatani <laughs> beating Fuki Gendeth and Saki Kashima when uh, Mayu hit a revival on Saki Kashima. So a bit of, a bit of payback. Um, so this was an interesting match in some ways because Momo Kogo was really trying to get Saki's attention and like, you know, impress her in, in some ways. Like there was, mm. she did a dance routine to start the match or something. She had she had fan signs. Of yeah, Saki. like there was um, there was a lot of of Momo standing Saki that just completely pissed Mayu off, um, and Mayu kind of had to win on her own. Like Momo was getting beaten up again, and and it wasn't until Mayu got the surprise finish on the on the revival that that they really um got back into it. Yeah, I I, I thought it was like. This is one of those more, you know, again, not like super uh, high effort or anything, but it was it was a fun match. I thought it was pretty, you know, I I'm interested in the Komomo stuff because like part of me, part of me sort of questions, is Mayu the problem? Because she gets easily annoyed with her with her stablemates, like incredibly easily well, annoyed. I know that like I would also get annoyed by yeah. this, but like I also think about back when Tam was like ready to leave, like she wasn't ready to leave until Mayu's like, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> like, like, why do you have friends? Why do you have new friends? You're weird. Fuck you. Leave. And I was like, damn, that was quick. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like what they're doing. I just hope Kogomomo doesn't just straight up leave the group, which I don't Probably think Probably not. Will. Um, now, I'm trying to find the Mayu quote, because it was translated, but... You know, it's hard to find sometimes, because... You just search for Mayu Iwatani. You get a lot of different stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I imagine. See, Mayu Iwatani, Momo, Kogo. Will that work? Does that work? No, I'm just seeing tweets from Scott. Scott, shut up. Stop tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try, let's try Shigio's homepage. I hope he hasn't been tweeting about how much he loves the idols too much. Uh, probably. Oh my God! I look up. I look up Mayu Goddess, and it's just it's just uh, the Pressure Pro Rasu Fujin. Why would you um, say it saying like that? that she's a goddess? Because I can't speak. <laughs> I thought you were trying to be mean to him. I was like, Dude. no, 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 no. I I just like couldn't enunciate it properly. All right, 
pure rest um, explosion. Well, yeah. while I'm trying to to find this, um, did you see that the um a few companies in Japan like made their case to the government to uh, allow cheering again, like regardless of capacity. I think New Japan, New Japan no, led it with um, some of the MMA crew. Oh yeah, I did. So I heard. Yeah, so I don't know if there's going to be any movement on this, but it seems like they uh, they are trying to to get people cheering, and it seems like the World Cup actually moved a lot of them because they were like, "Hey, we can't have anybody cheering," but. Uh, there's Japanese people over the World Cup in, in full arenas, and they're they're cheering. So, uh, what's the, what's the deal here? Um, yeah. Which is a fair question to ask. I don't I don't think it's too insane as far as uh, any of that goes. I still cannot find this quote. This dude retweets so much stuff. Please, oh here That's we true. go. Okay. So after this loss, Mayu said, "I now understand why Hazuki gave up on you." You're limiting your own potential, and you should reflect on yourself. So, um... Jesus Christ. Completely... Also, wait, when did Hazuki give up on her? Goddamn. Well, I guess... That's like some inner yeah. shit. Because <laughs> I guess Hazuki did train Komomo. She was doing the training with her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was ruthless. It's insane that Mayu went from I am brain and this is chicken to ruthlessly tearing momokogo to shreds in like a week yeah like this this that was ruthless um so i don't know how they're gonna pay that off and they are teaming together at dream queendom um and presumably in, in the, yeah in the, in the, in the league the so i don't really know how they pay it off um i don't think kogo leaves that would be a bit too predictable and it wouldn't really matter because she's she's a nobody really in stardom um yeah yeah, it also just sucks because I feel like she like works. She does. She does. Like I don't think she would work very well in other no. groups or as well. No. Um, you know. So I don't. I don't really know how they pay it off, but I guess it's something to give Kogo if she's like trying to prove Mayu wrong, or she keeps losing and Mayu gets more upset. And have they done a Kogo Mom or a Momo Kogo versus Mayu singles? No, they didn't have the same block. They've never wrestled, so they've no. They've had no reason to really. I think. Well, yeah, but I, I think that, that you know, I, like, I, I think stardom is very strange with that. Like, they don't really do that much, where they just kind of are like, okay, well, you know, they're homies, but they kind of want to, like, just wrestle mm -hmm. it out, you know what I mean? And then they're still homies after the fact. Like, every match needs to be like, we are no longer friends. Or if it's not that, then a couple months later, it'll be like, okay, uh, we got to wrestle again, and now we're no <laughs> longer friends. Like, just... Just have them wrestle and still be friends. Like, who gives a fuck? They can have a match. Settle their differences. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I would like that even for a cork and as like Mayu versus Momokogo. Yeah. And just let them go. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I don't know if they'll do that. It's not really their thing. Unless they're pushing somebody. No, it is um, Now, the next match then is a Red Goddess block match. It was Black Desire beating Mafia Bella to eliminate Mafia Bella from the tournament. Starlight Kid pinned Tekla with a Black Tiger heavenly punishment uh wrath of the, wrath black, of the black tiger fun match uh momo and julia did some stuff uh julia got busted open tecla and starlight kid did some stuff tecla's great so fun match this was short yeah. i like i went pee i went pee during the entrances and i came back and there was like two <laughs> minutes left i was like damn what the fuck um yeah this match reminded me of scarface for obvious reasons yeah this that's the last of that of of that mm. bit for for praise for now, the lord. I guess. Uh. 
<laughs> I know now I don't have to think of of new mafia movies to, yeah. to quote. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm just really tired of watching Black Desire wrestle. <laughs> like this wasn't bad by any means, but I just I just don't. I'm just not feeling it anymore. Fair enough, I guess. Um, match after that then was Meltier beating. No, Aphrodite beating no. Meltier when Sayakamatani pinned Natsupoi with a Firebird Splash. Um, yes. So yeah, I, this was this was obviously very good. I mean, look, Utami and Tam did a lot of stuff, and um, they're fantastic whenever they get together. So like Utami and Tam really carried it, um, and the other two didn't do a whole lot. But I mean, like we. What they yeah, did was I mean, good. Yeah, these two had yeah, one of the I mean, best matches of the year. <laughs> Let's not forget. So yeah. yeah. And then they had uh one that was like cut in half that was also quite decent. Uh, it was quite good in the five star. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, this is like the opposite of, and I know I've shat on Black Desire a lot. But this is like the opposite for me of Meltier versus Black Desire, where I'm just like, ah, I'm not really crazy about the combination. You know, I'm, I I don't really feel. This is the opposite, where it's like Cyan. Natsupoi is one of my favorite combinations yeah. you could possibly make in this company. Uh, Utami and Tam is probably my favorite Tam uh, combination, just like on a consistent basis. I think they work great together. Um, and it feels like they still have stuff to do. You know what I mean? Where it's like, with with maybe, with Tam and a lot of people, it feels like, okay, they've kind of went to that well enough to where I don't really have anything left to watch out of them. I can watch another Tam-Utami singles match tomorrow. And I don't think I would be like, I'm I'm tired of this. Like they're good together. So this is kind of like the opposite of that, where this is really a me type of match for 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 Meltier especially. So I liked it a lot. Uh, Aphrodite really meshed mm-hmm. well. They they were wrestling as a team. They did the same thing in the finals as well. That they really just felt like they were like you know putting their energies together and they weren't just kind of tagging in and out as singles wrestlers almost. And obviously Meltier is really yeah. good. So yeah, everyone worked great together. They went full tilt. It was just really fun. Definitely. Match. Um, and then we had our final, which was you and Nanai Takahashi beating Saya Kamatani and Utami Hayashishta in 20 minutes when you pinned Saya with a last ride to win the 12th Goddess of Stardom Tag League. Yeah. So I, I love the attention to detail of uh, Aphrodite coming out and just not having the robes, not having anything, just going straight to the ring because they were too tired. Um, and yeah. yeah, this match was fantastic. I didn't realize Nanai and Utami would be so good, but like oh, they, when they sat down and just started slapping the shit out of each other, oh my god, fantastic. Um, and that you and Saya Kamatani finishing stretch was amazing. Like I just need just need cause... that singles match as soon as I, as we can. Dude. Um it was so good because, like, this like Sayakamitani continues to amaze me, even though she's the she's far and away the best wrestler of the year for me. Uh, like, I I I am like probably one of her biggest praisers in the world <laughs> at this point because I'm just like consistently saying how amazing she is. But she just continues to like even prove me like right, I guess, because we haven't seen her wrestle uh, somebody like a true powerhouse, like, not the night, like you, right? To where she can't really just, like, pick her up and do her moves. You know, like, do... She can't do everything to her. She has to kind of limit herself and 
work around her. Obviously not working around you. You is incredible in her own right. She's phenomenal. She made this last segment really, really great. But like Saya's ability to like change her moveset to work with somebody larger that she can't just throw around if she wanted to, or she can't even, you know, like Hameka, she could like pick up and throw, uh, even though it's she's bigger and it's harder. But like you, she just, oh my God, it was just so well done. I don't even know if I'm making sense. But Saya working with the powerhouse is something that I did not expect to be so good. And it was, and obviously Utami helped that. Obviously now mm-hmm. I helped that. But I love that finishing stretch. Give me the singles match. Um, yeah, everything was so great about this It match. was, it I was. Really um, it. And man, you, I keep saying it, she's on that Devil Masami shit. That last ride. That was, oh, was Devil Masami. Like was that was that was Devil Masami. That was Gaia era Devil Masami. Just I was I was watching it. I was watching it with with the mm-hmm. peeps in on Discord, and everybody just like like yeah. yelled because <laughs> it was just crazy. Like I mean, the T gimmick was clean too. Like that was absurd as well. like Saya sells the shit out of these things, obviously. Um, but you was just laying mm-hmm. her shit in. Really, it's great. She's been amazing. Um, she also she hit a fucking she so this is one of my favorite spots. Saya like dove into use arms for some reason and then started like hitting her, <laughs> like just like I don't know what she was going for. And you just threw her to the ground and bonsai dropped her, and that also uh, elicited a, a major groan out of the mm-hmm. Discord because it was also just fucked. Um, yeah, loved this. It was the best match of the tournament. Uh, safe to say that Seven Up best tag team of the tournament um as we mentioned earlier and yeah i I was happy with it yeah no it was great it was a great final um and i mean out of these two teams the correct winner um because obviously aphrodite wouldn't have made much sense um but yeah like a great match you continues to amaze um like she's been good all year but i feel like she stepped it up in stardom every time she she wrestles for them like you know i called this really uh, we did that one draft where I drafted you like. First. Oh yeah. And everybody was like, "Why would you draft you so early?" <laughs> and then she had, she continued. She had like a great second mm-hmm. half of the year, and I thought she had a great first half of the year. But she's just absurd, you know. She's she's a real top like twenty wrestler, like of yeah. The year, oh yeah, period. she's she's like one of the best and Joshi all year. Like it's it's not even close. Um, she's she's fantastic. Um, and I think the role they have her playing in Stardom is good because in the post match promo. When Meltier came out to confront uh, 7-Up um, and like Natsupoy and Tam started singing uh, Babu Baku Baku Kiss and Nanai starts like clapping along to it because she's, you know, Nanai's whole character since coming back to stardom or at least, you know, in this tag league has just been, she's just vibing. Like she's just there. She's having a good time. You is the serious one. You was like, stop singing. We're not singing. Like, we don't do that singing shit. I'm going to kick the shit out of them. Like, it's such a departure where Nanai is just like the fun one and you is the violent one. Which and is it so works good. Really well. Which is yeah. so good. Because, like, Nanai as like the series, like, that's what the failure of that first Shinigami match was. Was that Nanai was way mm-hmm. too serious. Like, she was just like, way too, like, yeah, I'm going to destroy you. Like, stop. No. Be cool. Be funny. Do the bits. And you are a queen, right? And I think she's really found that. Uh, and I'm really happy with it. Because, uh, yeah, she's great. Yeah, and I just... Uh, this whole thing has, has been fantastic. Um, and, yeah, that's that's going to be a fun title match at, at Sumo Hall. Meltier versus 7-Up. It uh, should be good. And whatever ends up happening at year-end climax, I'm sure will also be a good time. Um, 
that is the two shows to review. We do have two shows coming up this weekend. Um, both are just Road yeah, to um, yeah. Year-End Tour. They're just Year-End Tour shows. So um, the first one is in the Eddie Onosaka Arena number two on the 10th of December. Uh, the opener is Natsupoi and Wakasukiyama versus Lady C and Miyu Amasaki versus Momo Anabe and Saki Kashima. So, um, yeah, probably a Natsupoi. No, oh, no. Way yeah, way to tie winning. Um, the match after that is Koguma and Momo Koga versus Natsuko Tora and Raka. Uh, it's probably Raka pinning uh, Momo. BMI. Um, then we have Tekla versus Starlight Kid in a singles match, and that's probably Kid winning. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, Tekla's yeah. not doing anything. Uh, then we have Tam versus My Sakurai, and that could be very good. And oh, Tam's going to win, obviously. Yes. Uh, we have a three-way or a six-woman tag. It's Mayu Utani, Hazuki, and Saida versus Utami Hashishita, Sayakamitani, and Azumi. This is yeah, spicy. So, uh, probably the Queen's Quest three. Yeah, Saida. Yeah, yeah, yeah over Saida. over Ida. But that sounds definitely. Clean. That sounds um, good. And then the main event is Julia Mirai. Oh no, Siri Mirai Namisore versus Julia Micah and Hineka. That might go to a half hour. Also clean. That might be a thirty minute. Uh, maybe maybe uh, Ami could mm. lose it. Oh. I think I think Julia that might can beat be a Ami. thirty minute draw. I mean, I yeah. could see it going thirty. Um, or else they switch the card yeah. around and that goes fifteen twenty or something. Um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would put the Stars Queen's Quest match on top just so that they can avoid yeah. that. Um, they're gonna have Julia and Siri on like every card, aren't they? Well, sure we'll see now. They are, they, yeah. they, just, um, yeah. so the next show to preview then is on the 11th of December. Um, the opener is Lady C versus Waka Skiyama, so yeah, Lady C is gonna win. Uh, then we have Utami Hashishita and Miyu Amasaki versus Koguma and Momokogo. So, um, Maybe Utami wins there. I don't really know though. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like Momo should beat Miyu, but Utami should beat both of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is actually a, a real toss up here. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, probably probably Utami over, uh, over Momo. Mm. But I don't I don't really know. Yeah. I'm sure. A bit of a, a bit of a guess, but um. Yeah, I mean, Koguma could easily, like, roll up um, Amasaki either. So that's kind of... Yeah, that, that tr- that's yeah. true. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with anything. I, I would like to see uh, Momokogo and Koguma win, because I, I don't like the losing streak that Momokogo is beginning. Uh, you know, give her a win here, and she can never win again. It's cool. Yes. <laughs> um, the next match, then, is Tam Nakano and Natsupoi versus Sai Kamatani and Azumi. Yeah, well, Melt here is going to win. Yes, but that's not fun. Um, the match after that is a six-woman tag. It is Suri Mirai and Amisore versus Mayu Hazuki and Saeida. So another Saeida loss. Um, it's good to get Julia and Suri away from each other, though, a little bit. Um, yes. And then the main event is a ten-woman tag. Julia, Micah, Himeka, oh, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla versus Natsuko Tora, Momotanabe, Starlight At what Kid, cost? Kachima, and Raka. <laughs> I, I feel like... We get Julia and Sherry away from each other, yeah. but at what cost? When was the last time we were getting like ten woman tags regularly on house shows? I feel like the factions have been too small, um, <laughs> uh, and then we had the GP, so they couldn't do them then. Like, 
this feels like a rarity. Uh, Maybe it was, I feel like it was a Stars DDM match in like April or some shit. Yeah, I mean, like the most recent I could find is yeah, June. Because the factions have mostly been too small to do them recently. Um, uh, so that's kind of fun. Oh, wait. wait, wait. Yeah, June. Wow. That's still June. Damn. Crazy. So. I'm sure I could find one maybe. in July, but yeah. Yeah, that's 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 an interesting one, I guess, with 10 women, 10 women tag, so they kind of go all out, kind of. Um, yeah, maybe DDM win, because Julia's challenging Shuri, so keep her strong. Damn, they haven't done one, like, they haven't had more than one of these since yeah. June, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't care. And my 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 Sakurai probably gets hung Maybe. out to dry. Who's who's the least common denominator on uh Rotatai? Yeah, my Sakurai gets gets hung out to dry. All right, right fair enough. Um, that is that show. That is it. We're done. Two hours. I have another yeah. show to record later, so that's it. I'm done. Wow. Um, so if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Damn, you ain't even let me get my last words in. God, damn, okay, okay. You ain't even seen what we're doing next week. What are we doing next week, Alex? We're going to review these house shows. We're going to preview New Blood 6 and uh, a few more house shows. <laughs> oh, God. It's a, quiet, it's a quiet two weeks until uh, year end. So, Yeah, uh, but, you know, uh, denialism. Respect oh, yeah. it. May I close the show now? All right. Yeah. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Passion. Ijo. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, host of Here's Where It Gets Interesting. And we've been working hard on a new documentary series called Resilience that explores the incarceration of Japanese Americans in the United States during World War II. So join me as I talk with experts and share firsthand accounts that detail the resilience shown by 120,000 Japanese Americans who endured wartime imprisonment right here in America. And on October 24th, we'll conclude our series with a special episode. Actor George Takei sits down with me to talk about his family's experience behind the barbed wire fences of an incarceration camp. Don't miss it because here's where it gets interesting. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.